The Sam Malone Show is Conservatainment on AM 1070, The Answer. I give to you. And you give to me. It's Dina and Dean Martin. True love. And it's actually on, I was on Dina's Facebook page yesterday. Or actually, it was just coming up on the, on the feed there. And that's where I found out about the death of Frank Sinatra Jr., who passed away. We found out yesterday morning at 72. He was in Palm Beach. Um, he was still working. He had a gig there. And he passed away in his hotel room. That's sad. That's sad. That's sad. Every Friday, we take a, a moment to slam on the brakes of the insanity. We stop talking about the corruption of the Democrats and the disgusting, filthy, dirty, uh, immoral and uh, behavior of them and all the goings-on, and we say, you know, we need to stop and talk about the glory and the sanctity and the holiness of marriage. That got me in trouble at the last place, because they didn't want me talking about it, or every radio station. they You can sit there and talk about, on the morning, the morning zoos can joke about uh, drinking too much, drugs, strippers, hookers, gambling, all this behavior. But you talk about the glory and the sanctity of marriage. <clears throat> they tell you to knock it off. You can talk about cheating all you want. You talk about... The Holiness of Marriage, and they tell you to knock it off. And I've had it every station. It's it's whatever I got here at Salem. They're like, we love it. Continue doing what you're doing. And my wingman for many years has been Robert Kosick. He is a uh, he's a marriage uh, coach, and he's a, he wrote the books on uh, Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com. He writes the tips. Wrote the tip 133. Mr. Kosick, happy Friday. Happy, relaxed, and refreshed Friday to you, Sam. Hoorah. Welcome back. I need to go away again. It was tough coming back. I bet it was. Monday was not a very productive day. <laughs> it's tough to come up. 2,200 miles of sailing, 2,200 miles of sailing. Wow. And you come back, and I'm looking at my desk, and I'm like, oh, and your invoices and the accounts receivable, and I'm like, I don't want to do it. Mm. It was tough. But yeah, I, I said to Denise, and this is true, we've been married 25 years. I'm more in love with her after our trip, and we're, very, we're a very close couple. Mm. But spending all that, we maybe spent one hour apart. I, I got her coffee every morning. Got her drinks and, you know, whatever, and I set up a happy hour on our balcony uh, at sea. But we were together pretty much seven straight days with maybe one hour off. And I'm in love with her now more than I was when I left. Oh, that's fantastic. And what a testimony to how marriage is supposed to look. And, and I wrote a uh, blog uh, several years ago. I told my wife, you probably want to go look at this one. I said, I'm in love with a different woman. And uh, I said, the reason being I wrote that is, is when she came down that aisle and we got married, I didn't think it was possible to love her anymore. But we've grown over the years. We've grown closer together. And nice. at that point in time, I couldn't even imagine the depth of love that I have for her now. I was just totally, totally off off the charts now. And, and it just gets better every day. And that's the way it's supposed to be. And it's a great feeling. And there's a lot of odds in the world. And you and I have both lost our jobs. We're no stranger to this conversation. Mm-hmm. And... You know, you get flat tires, and the rock hits your windshield when you're driving on I-10. So, you know, things go south. And you, need, and you need that cave of love and security and safety that the marriage makes. Yeah. And we talk about it all the time, but, you know, until you experience it, you really don't know what we're talking about. This right. week we had a couple thousand dollars worth of car repairs that came in, oh. a pool that had to be repaired, and, you know, and not good timing for it right now, but we got each other, and it could be a lot worse um, I don't know if it could be much better, but it could be a lot worse. And, and, and we just are there to hold each other up instead of push each other away. And it's it's a wonderful thing when it's done right. Dude, you're a rock star. You're a rock star. Here comes marriage tip number 133, learn to swim. Many reasons for learning how to have a great marriage, including our own tips. But if you only just listen, right, you only just listen to us, you don't do what we 
talk about it or you wait for your spouse to jump in, you're never going to truly experience the deep waters of a passionate and thriving marriage. You want to have a happy marriage that's hot and heavy? Here's our advice. All right, you got to learn how to swim. you got to get in the water. Five steps to getting back in the waters of love for married couples. Decide that your marriage will be a great marriage. Study what a great marriage looks like. Get a marriage coach to help. Start in the shallow waters. And be patient. Don't jump in the deep end. You drown. Take it away, Mr. Costa. All right. So, we're, so in honor of your vacation, being around water all week, and uh, for us getting closer to summertime, I thought it was appropriate to talk about swimming. And you, there's a couple of different ways to learn to swim. You can do it like my grandfather taught me, where he just took me and threw me in the water and said, okay, swim or sink. Or you can take it the right way, and particularly with marriage, take your time and have a coach and do things the right way. If, if, if your marriage is upside down, which, which we're dealing with a lot of those right now with the market the way it is, a lot of marriages are struggling as a collateral damage to that kind of stuff. And they say, we're just going to fix everything and jump right into it. Well, that's okay, but what you really want to do is, is take it in steps, just like anything else, have a plan. And the very first step is decide that you're going to have a great marriage, whether you're just starting your marriage out or you're trying to turn your marriage around. That's the very first thing is decide that you want to have a great marriage. And then from there, you start building your plan going forward. Yeah, you've got, you've got to decide. It's like working out. It's like running a marathon, opening a business, yeah. learning how to fly. <laughs> you have to decide that you're going to do something and be great at it. Absolutely. And pour everything you have in you into making that work, which then takes us to the second step, which is studying. Get, get a couple that is an older couple that, that knows how to do marriage well, that may have gone through some bumpy times in the past that can say, look, I know where you are. We've been there. We know how to get through that. Stick with it. It's going to be better on the other side. You've got to have somebody like that. Very important. It is. Um, and, and, of course, when you talk about, okay, you decide to do it. Well, you don't you know, jump out of an airplane the first time. You want to study skydiving. Yeah. Same thing with swimming. You start in the shallow waters. Absolutely, you start in the shallow waters. I mean, you want to do, if you can go jump in the deep end, you're probably going to sink to the bottom because <laughs> you don't have any idea what you're doing. <laughs> so the best thing I know, you, 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 can, you can tackle marriage issues particularly, or even if you're starting a marriage when you're starting to learn each other and whatnot, you can hit those really big issues right off the bat. What's the problem with doing that, though, is you tend to burn out really quick and think, wow, this is just too hard. If you start with the small stuff, and I mean small stuff like hold hands, go for a walk, have a date night, and just have ice cream together or coffee or take a little short weekend trip together, those little things where you're building those, that foundation, you have that success going, will be what will give you the strength and the encouragement and the wing beneath your wings, if you will, to, to attack those big things when they do come up. So start small. Work your way up, and before you know it, you're jumping in another deep end off that high dive board, and, and you're tackling all the big issues. So when you get hit with a $2,000 car bill, uh, when you don't have a job, you're okay. Oh, because, that you sucks. Know, we've done this dance before. We're, we're fine. I hear you. Robert Kosick wrote the book Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com. Dude, by the way, props on marriage tip number 133. Thank you. And the people you know who banned us when we did this at the last place, Boy, look at the success now. Look at this. This this is this is bigger than the show. The marriage tip. I think they're secretly reading them, but and, and themselves. <laughs> they're like, why did we ban? This was the greatest thing in the world. 133, and we haven't recycled a tip yet. So. No, and you do a great job. It's on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Now, here's the hot and heavy marriage tip, Mr. Kosick wrote. When it comes to intimacy in marriage, the timing of when and how you start moving in that direction is critical. Be sensitive to your spouse's emotional state. If intimacy is not on your spouse's radar, your aggressive advances may only cause him or her 
to turn off their homing device. Yeah, so how many couples do you know who one has lives on European time and one's on Western time and they are just never connecting? One's right. a morning person, one's a night person, uh, or they're dealing with the kids and, and you're at work and, and your mind's in one place and their mind's in another place. And once you start moving down that track, things just don't ever connect. And so I'm trying to give people a little bit of a heads up here. I, I think I told you once before I, I worked with a gentleman who, who was having an argument with his wife and she wanted to break so she went and got in the shower and he walked in the bathroom and that got his mind going in a different direction and and he said to her can we you know get together and take a little break and and, you know have some sex together and she said no we're arguing and he said no we're not and she said yes we are he said no we're not and she said we are two arguments it's fine can we have sex and get back to arguing then (laughs) (laughs) so i asked i said so how'd that work out for you and he said well i'm talking to you aren't i (laughs) Men are masters of compartmentalization. They very much are. Women, nah. And you, women are great at other things, but they, they cannot put the box away in the closet, uh, the anger box, <laughs> and you know, put it in the in the cedar closet and put it away near the ski gear, because they they just don't. So they don't. Yeah, there's a great video <laughs> where two guys, are, cocky guys, are just beating the dog out of each other, and after five minutes, you know, they shake hands, high five, and go off, and women just can't understand how that could have just ended like that. And we're very good at doing that, and that's what I'm trying to get you guys to understand here. If your mind is heading in that direction and she's just been crazy busy all day long with the kids or work or all this stuff that she's doing as well, you've got to move into that slowly. If you jump into that quickly, her indicator that's going to even try to get her in that direction, turned off. It is just not going to happen. You're yeah. probably going to wind up having an argument, total miscommunication. So start slowly. Start warming things up to it. Give hints. Give updates. You know, along, during the day, say, I'm thinking about you. One of the greatest tips I just saw this morning when I was doing some research was a lot of guys get up, you know, to beat the traffic in Houston. They want to get down to their offices early. Probably a lot of times, even before maybe their wife gets up, unless they're working too. But even if they are, first thing you ought to do in the morning is shoot your wife a text and say, hey, I love you and I'm thinking about you. Just to let her know she's first and foremost on your mind. It starts the tone, it starts the movement towards what we're right. talking about here. And, and it just takes a little bit of effort. And some guys just completely neglect that. And wives, too. I, you know why? Because this has got to be two-way street, Robert Kosick, my marriage uh, talk buddy. The wives have to send or should send R-rated, R-17, or X-rated messages, too, on, on text. They should. They should wait till later in the day, though. <laughs> yeah, if you get <laughs> if you it. Get it in yeah. the morning, get his day shot. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you get it at eight thirty nine in the morning. You totally there's no work done that day. Yeah, you should say I'm really thinking about dot dot dot. More to come at four fifteen. There you go. Done. <laughs> All right. So this is marriage tip number one hundred and thirteen. The theme is learning to swim. It's on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Mr. Kosick writes it. It's also available on iTunes. He's got the books honorthevow.com. He's a marriage coach. And uh, author and church deacon and all the other stuff, an all-around great guy. And I, I hope things uh, smooth out for you soon. Oh, I'm sure they will. We're having we're having a good time, and I'm loving time with my wife right now. And we're just I'm loving her even more now. You know, I, I thought I loved her two months ago as much as I did, and after all of this, I'm, I'm at a much deeper level right now. We are we've gone out of the pool, deep end. We're we're swimming out to sea. We're we're two miles out now and and it is <laughs> oh, deep nice. and we're loving it and things are just fantastic. So hundred and thirty three tips down the road and it comes out of experiences in my life, experiences of people I deal with. This is stuff we live and breathe it. It's not theory. It's practice, yeah. and, and we believe it, and we hope people learn something from it. Amen. That's our world-famous marriage segment, Robert Kosick, honortheval.com. Thank you, Mr. C. You have a fantastic weekend, Sam. Roger that, sir. You too. And now, Mr. <laughs> we get back to the Ajita. <laughs> we have to take that break. We talk we about do marriage. We do. And then we got to get back to the battles. Oh, 
You're watching and listening to the Sam Alone Show, AM 1070. You never change it as sure as the stars shine above. Well, nobody till somebody loves you. So find yourself somebody. Provided by Sam Malone and the late New York. <laughs>